We're constantly borrowing energy for tomorrow to pay for today, as we drag ourselves through the day with caffeine, sugar, and stimulants. We have lost the core ingredient necessary to thrive in our relationships, our work, and our lives. Energy. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're going to take a look at Eat for Energy, how to beat fatigue, supercharge your mitochondria, and unlock all-day energy. The author of this book is Ari Witten, and this book is published in 2022. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this book, starting with Crux of Chronic Fatigue, Circadian Rhythms, Chronic Inflammation, The Gut and Mitochondrial Link, Gut Rebuild, Vinegar Before Meals, Misread brain signals, and finishing off with your transformation. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, Imagine that every day, for some odd reason, you stabbed yourself in the foot with a fork. Then you went to the hospital and all the doctor did was send you home with painkillers. You're not in pain anymore, but the next day you stab yourself in the foot again. So you go back to the doctor. More painkillers. The next day, the pattern repeats. The obvious solution is to stop stabbing yourself in the foot rather than using painkillers to suppress the symptom. It's the same idea with chronic fatigue. Your lack of energy is a symptom of something that is off inside your body. And every day, through the food and lifestyle choices you make, you are stabbing yourself. Unintentionally, of course. And rather than simply pushing through the fatigue or covering it up with stimulants, sugar, or caffeine, the smart solution is to address the underlying factors that control how the human body produces energy. It isn't your fault that you haven't already been doing that. No one has taught you about the factors controlling human energy levels. No one has shown you the science behind why and how to give your body and brain the right nourishment they need. As a result, you're unknowingly making choices that sap you of energy and restrict your cells' ability to properly function. We're exhausted, stressed, burned out, anxious, depressed, and plagued with brain fog, memory loss, poor concentration. We're constantly borrowing energy for tomorrow to pay for today, as we drag ourselves through the day with caffeine, sugar, and stimulants. We have lost the core ingredient necessary to thrive in our relationships, our work, and our lives. Energy. Eat for Energy is for anyone suffering from the fatigue spectrum, from full-blown and debilitating to a more subtle kind that follows you throughout the day. End quote. That is from the introduction of this incredibly well-written book. If we struggle to get out of bed, we'll have a tough time fulfilling our potential. It's crucial to have energy as it drives our progress towards actualizing our goals. Without it, we'll likely find ourselves feeling stuck and unmotivated. So let's prioritize taking care of our energy levels and making sure we're fully charged to tackle the day ahead. When we talk about managing our time, we often focus on how to plan and structure our day to get the most done. But here's the thing. Even if we've got a perfectly organized schedule, If we're feeling drained and low on energy, we're going to have a hard time staying on task, feeling motivated, and getting things done. It's kind of like trying to drive a car without gas. You might have a nice car and a clear route in front of you, but without fuel, you're not going to get very far. 
I am so honored to be able to share a handful of the insights from Eat for Energy, so let's begin with the first insight. Insight number one, crux of chronic fatigue. Quote, at the most basic biological level, fatigue is fundamentally an imbalance between energy supply and energy demand. You have chronically low energy levels when your cells do not get the energy supply they need, or the demands on them are too high, or both. This creates an energy deficit, which results in the symptom of fatigue. While there are many contributing factors to this energy deficit, the single most important thing to understand is that the fatigue story centers around your mitochondria. Within almost every cell of our body, we have between 500 to 2,000 mitochondria whose job is to literally make the energy your cells need to work. Mitochondria take the oxygen you breathe and the food you eat, primarily carbs and fats, to create adenosine triphosphate, ATP, the fuel used to power all cellular and metabolic processes, end quote. When we talk about low energy levels, what we're really talking about is a lack of energy production in our cells. Basically, each and every one of the trillions of cells in our bodies, including those in our muscles, glands, heart, liver, and brain, relies on tiny structures called mitochondria to generate the energy they need to do their job. When our mitochondria aren't producing enough energy, we can experience fatigue. In other words, we feel tired, sluggish, and just generally lacking in energy. It's like our cells are running on low battery and we need to recharge in order to feel our best. Insight number two, circadian rhythms. Quote, our challenge is that we live in a world fundamentally mismatched to the signals that our brain clock and body clocks were designed for. Biologically, the human body is designed to live in tune with the rising and setting of the sun. We're not designed to be indoors almost all day and then to stare at different artificial light sources after the sun sets, end quote. When we disconnect from the natural 24-hour cycle of light and darkness, it can really mess up our internal clocks, both in our brains and in our bodies. Essentially, our brains rely on these natural light cues to know when it's time to wake up and when it's time to wind down for the day. But when we disrupt this cycle, our brains get mixed signals and our body clocks can become all out of whack. The end result, circadian dysregulation or a state where our sleep-wake cycle is thrown off balance. Our bodies don't know when it's time to rest and recover, and when it's time to be alert and productive, leading to poor sleep, low energy levels, and even trouble concentrating during the day. If you want to get the most out of your sleep and make sure your body and brain are well-rested and energized for the day ahead, you're going to want to focus on building an evening routine that sets you up for success. Getting enough sleep is essential for good health and well-being, and one way to improve the quality of your sleep is to avoid activities that can interfere with it, like watching television or using your phone just before bed. These activities can keep your brain stimulated, making it harder to relax and making it much harder to fall asleep. Instead, consider adopting new habits to help you wind down, such as reading a book, taking a warm bath, or trying mindfulness meditation. By making these small changes to your bedtime routine, you can create a more relaxing and restful sleep environment and wake up feeling refreshed and energized. Insight number three, chronic inflammation. Quote, when there is inflammation in our body, it responds by lowering our energy levels so that we rest and recover. Inflammation is a sign that something isn't right in our bodies and our bodies need to conserve energy so that everything goes into fighting that infection or healing a wound. Specific molecules are sent to stop neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin from doing their jobs, which include regulating our mood, 
physical activity, motivation, and anxiety. Today, it occurs around the clock, thanks to the low-grade inflammation pervading much of modern society, end quote. Chronic inflammation is a prolonged inflammatory response that can lead to tissue damage and contribute to the development of many diseases, such as heart disease, arthritis, diabetes, and even cancer. When the immune system is activated for an extended period, it can damage healthy cells and tissues, leading to oxidative stress and the production of harmful molecules known as free radicals. To reduce inflammation, follow an anti-inflammatory diet, exercise regularly, and manage stress through activities like yoga, meditation, and mindfulness. These practices can help lower inflammation and improve overall health and well-being. Insight number four, the gut-mitochondria link. Quote, researchers are finding links between the health of our microbiomes and energy levels, particularly with regard to chronic fatigue syndrome, end quote. Recent studies have shown that individuals suffering from chronic fatigue display lower levels of microbial diversity, characterized by reduced counts of bacteria responsible for the production of beneficial metabolites and a higher prevalence of bacteria known for their release of harmful inflammatory metabolites. Quote, when healthy bacteria decrease and harmful bacteria surge, the harmful ones produce more inflammatory carcinogenic and genotoxic molecules than the microbiome and the immune system can handle, which creates inflammation and dysfunction of our intestinal lining, the barrier between our gut, bloodstream, and the rest of our body, end quote. Leaky gut is a term used to describe a condition where the lining of the small intestine becomes more permeable, allowing undigested food particles, toxins, and other harmful substances to enter our bloodstream. Normally, the cells that make up the intestinal lining are tightly packed together, forming a barrier that allows the nutrients to pass through while keeping harmful substances out. But in the case of leaky gut, the barrier becomes compromised, allowing substances that would normally be filtered to enter the bloodstream. When these substances enter the bloodstream, they can trigger an immune response, leading to inflammation and potentially causing a range of health problems that include digestive issues, autoimmune diseases, and allergies. Next, let's examine how nutrition can play a role in rebuilding our gut. Insight number five, gut rebuild with nutrition. Quote, in my experience, everyone with severe chronic fatigue has some gut rebuilding to do. Gut issues are that prevalent. The good news is that what you eat, along with other nutritional strategies, can help you make significant strides towards spiraling and restoring your microbiome diversity. As you incorporate new foods, pay close attention to how your body responds to certain foods. Notice if what you eat makes you feel bloated or gassy, gives you an upset stomach, or causes any gastrointestinal upset. End quote. In order to rebuild your gut health with nutrition, the authors share several recommendations that can be implemented. Firstly, it's important to increase your intake of prebiotic fiber, as it has been found to strengthen the beneficial bacteria in your gut. Many people following a Western diet are often deficient in fruits and vegetables, resulting in an inadequate supply of nourishment for the good bacteria. Eating fiber-rich foods such as artichokes, onions, leeks, carrots, and cauliflower can help to combat this issue. Another way to promote gut health is to incorporate more resistant starches into your diet. Resistant starches, which resist digestion, are some of the best prebiotic fibers and can be found in foods such as raw potatoes and green bananas. And finally, it's beneficial to consume more fermented foods such as yogurt, cheese, kombucha, and sauerkraut. 
These foods contain beneficial probiotics that can help prevent harmful bacteria from taking over in your gut. By incorporating these nutritional recommendations, you can help rebuild your gut health and maintain a healthy balance of beneficial bacteria in your digestive system. Insight number six, vinegar before meals. Quote, better blood sugar control can be yours in as little as 10 seconds. The trick? Start every meal with a shot of vinegar. A meta-analysis of studies looking at how vinegar impacts blood glucose control found that having one to two tablespoons before eating reduced the overall post-meal blood glucose response by 11% and the overall insulin response by 16%. Studies have shown that acetic acid slows digestion and inhibits our digestive enzymes that break down starch and sugar. These effects will cause a slower and less pronounced increase in blood sugar levels after eating. End quote. When you eat carbs, your body turns them into glucose, which goes into your bloodstream. This causes your pancreas to release insulin, a hormone that helps regulate blood sugar levels by getting cells to absorb glucose from your blood. But if you eat too many carbs, your blood sugar spikes, which can lead to insulin resistance, inflammation, and increased hunger. Over time, this can cause your cells to stop responding to insulin, leading to high blood sugar levels and an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Plus, sudden drops in blood sugar can make you feel super hungry and craving more carbs. Did you know that consuming just 1 to 2 tablespoons of vinegar before a meal can help reduce the impact of carbohydrates on your blood sugar levels? It's true, and here's why it's important. When your body has too much insulin, it stores the excess as fat. So, by using this simple trick, you can help prevent excess insulin production and keep those carbs from turning into extra pounds. The author shares another hack to control your blood sugar. Eat your vegetables first. Research has shown that eating your veggies before you dig into the starchy carbs can reduce your blood glucose and insulin by 20 to 70%. So if you're looking for an easy way to control your blood sugar levels, Try starting with those vegetables first. Insight number seven, misread brain signals. Quote, your brain and body constantly communicate with each other at a subconscious level. You don't have to consciously remind your lungs to breathe oxygen in and carbon dioxide out. The signals between our brain and body have a lot to do with our energy levels. Sickness behavior occurs when your body must fight off a virus or bacteria or has suffered a trauma or you have inflammatory cytokines flowing. Your brain picks up on these signals and chooses to cause fatigue by reducing neurotransmitters and hormones that would typically motivate you to feel awake, alert, and active. Your brain, as the central controller, recognizes the body needs rest and recovery, so it slows you down." End quote. The author says that the human body has an amazing ability to adapt and overcome illnesses and injuries. It's truly remarkable. However, as we live in modern times, we face a bit of a mismatch with our evolution. We're dealing with chronic neuroinflammation, which can make us feel constantly tired and ill. The thing is, if you're dealing with chronic inflammation due to things like a poor diet, stress, or exposure to toxins, or a combination of these factors, your brain may actually be intentionally sending your body into a fatigue state as it works to try and heal itself. It's an interesting concept to think about, but essentially our bodies are still wired to respond to threats in the same way as our ancestors did. When your brain senses that there's something wrong, it will kick into gear and try to heal you as quickly as possible. 
Unfortunately, in our modern world, there are many things that can cause chronic inflammation, which means that our brains are working overtime to try and heal us. Insight number eight, your transformation. Quote, at its heart, this book is truly about transformation, about transforming what's happening in your body on a cellular level. Self-improvement, regaining your health, and restoring your energy aren't a race. I know you want to feel more energized right now and to put your symptoms and all the stressors that have ravaged your body behind you at this very moment. But the truth is, rebuilding your mitochondria will take time. Honor that. Honor your body's wisdom and the pace that it needs to go at to heal. No matter where you are in life, how old you are, or how long you've lived with fatigue, I know that by rebuilding and restoring your mitochondria, by reducing cell danger stressors, and by utilizing the nutritional strategies in this book, you can regain your energy and your life. End quote. The author suggests that our attitude towards making necessary changes in our lives to regain energy is crucial. Often, we can be quite negative towards both our successes and failures, and this mindset can make it difficult to reach our goals. However, the author reminds us that regaining energy is a process that won't happen overnight. It takes time and effort, and it's important to be patient with ourselves along the way. By reminding ourselves of this, we can make the journey towards regaining energy easier and more manageable. In the final chapters of the book, the author dives into specific strategies to help build back our mitochondria and overcome the fatigue that may be plaguing our lives. This includes information on energy superfoods and supplements that the author recommends considering adding to your diet. Overall, the book provides valuable insights into the science behind energy and fatigue, and it offers practical tips for anyone looking to regain vitality in their lives. By understanding the root causes of fatigue and taking actionable steps to address them, readers can experience a real transformation in their energy levels and overall well-being. It is important to remind ourselves that time is a finite resource, whereas energy is renewable. No matter how much time we have, if we don't have the energy to use it effectively, it won't matter. On the other hand, if we manage our energy well, we can get more done in less time, and we'll have more energy left over to enjoy our lives outside of work. This is why I believe this book is an excellent resource to add to your library, and refer to it often as you move from hopelessly fatigued to supercharged with energy. That concludes the insights I wanted to share from Eat for Energy by Ari Witten. I hope you found at least one golden nugget that you are excited to apply to your life as you continue on your journey to truly optimizing your life. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8-10 to 10 page PDFs plus 20-minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.